yo, I don't think we should talk about oh, this. Come on, why not? People might misunderstand what we're trying to say, you know? No, but that's a part of life, okay? This part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. Closet Conversations. Oh yes, that's what we're talking about, SEX. Let's welcome our A-team guest based in Cape Town. She's a sex coach, she's an educator and a counsellor, Nicole Dutoid. Nicole, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Good evening. Thanks so much for having me this evening. All right. We are talking accessing pleasure. (laughs) It's a broad topic, right? It's a broad topic. But I want you to to give us a starting point. Where do we start when we talk about accessing pleasure? Uh, The best advice that I usually give out when it comes to where to start this journey of accessing pleasure is to know yourself and to understand what you like and why you like it. And for a lot of people, they might think, well, that's pretty obvious. You know, I like it when I get touched over here or, you know, but I don't like when I get touched like that. But I always encourage people to take it that one step further and maybe think of like the best sex that they've ever had and go through in detail of like what had happened that day and what was the lighting like in the room was there music playing um what did it smell like in that space and see if those things also bring that sense of pleasure because when we come into our sexy time moments and we're feeling depleted, then it can only reach a certain level. Like sex is only ever going to get you that far when it comes to pleasure. But if you're coming with a a full tank to that encounter and you're already feeling like all these good, pleasurable feelings and you're in that space of just like, life is good, (laughs) then then it takes it to the amazing level. Mm. And it's like little things that make a difference. So I often give the example of, for me, revealing a bit of my OCD tendencies here, but you know, when my pens are lined up just so on my desk and I look at them, it gives me that little like giddy feeling of like, oh, yay, this, everything feels right in the world. <laughs> and that's, that's pleasure. It's, you know, so creating those little moments in your day and taking note of where they are. And then you find that you bring those into your bedroom time as well. And it just makes it that much better. So that's my 
vague general starting point that works for everybody you know and Nicole as you talk about your pens being lined up and that makes you feel giddy and you can take that into your bedroom an image popped into my mind so I'm very graphic in thinking <laughs> and I was looking I was thinking oh her pens her various sex toys lined up and she's got this beautiful order and different colors and, and shapes and sizes but that's just me being silly okay so no, listen, I'm like, hmm, you yeah, know yeah. me well <laughs> <laughs> you seem like the type of girl who has a, a, a pleasure box or a pleasure room, you know, um, <laughs> and you know exactly what it is that needs to turn you on. Sure, I wish we all were that brave with ourselves. You talked about knowing yourself. When mm. do you start getting to know yourself? Because sexually, when we grow up, sex is made to become a taboo. Little boys and little yeah. girls are not allowed to touch their private parts. You, you shout at that. Uh, you are taught to sex is for adults. And then all of a sudden you're a teenager and you don't know because no one's really telling you who sex is for. But your hormones are raging like a disco. Um, and then you're an adult and now you, you, you're having sex. But it's also like I'm, I'm stealing it. You know, let's just get this done, over and done with. Yes. So when, at what point do you start getting to know yourself, getting to know what it is you like sexually? Oh, good question. Um, and I love that you mentioned that we do tend to steal these moments of, you know, me time when we're younger because you're trying to, you know, get the job done before someone walks in the room. But touching yourself, learning your body, the masturbation, that is a huge part of getting to know yourself. And I know that there are a number of people out there who come from very conservative backgrounds. And I mean, myself, I was in ministry for a long time. So there are, you know, people who are not comfortable with that notion. And I understand that. But, you know, from my perspective, please masturbate, learn what it feels like to touch yourself and don't just stick with you know, rushing it to get the job done. So, you know, you just focus on your genitals, but touch your whole body and see how it responds to touch because different parts of our body like to be touched in different ways. And when you're with a partner, it's very difficult to tell them, yes, this is exactly how I like it if you have no clue. So learning, okay, I like my neck, you know, touched gently and maybe my back needs firm pressure or my arms because it's a bit difficult to stroke your own back. So, but you get the idea. It's yeah. learn the different areas of your body. Do you, you know, some parts of your body, you might be like, oh, it actually just feels weird when you touch it. So don't, like an elbow, just those are weird things to touch. They're really not erogenous. I'm sure for someone out there in the world, they are, but for the vast majority of us, elbows are just there. They're things we rest on. <laughs> um, and then also learning your anatomy and what it's called properly and being brave enough to actually say the words. Uh, this is something that I find a lot of women really struggle with because it's always like it's down there. You never mention a vulva or, you know, maybe it's a vagina if you're, from a very liberal space, even though that's not what the whole thing is called. So understand what are the different parts called and take a look, get a mirror and, and have a look or, you know, use your cell phone camera, just 
don't click send. You know, try and make sure you're not on like some kind of video call before you do that. Um, <laughs> that could be really awkward. But maybe stick to the mirror. Yeah. Stick to the mirror. It would be safe. Yeah. So, so the mirror is a safe one. But like, look at yourself and you know, notice. Okay, this is the this is the vulva. This is what my clitoris looks like. I like it touched here because you know, if you're touching yourself, particularly as a woman, it's very difficult to then describe to someone who's seeing you from a different perspective because you only know the the sense of touch. So if you can actually look in a mirror and touch yourself at the same time, and then you're better able to explain to your partner, yes, you know, if you go slightly under that little ridge right there that you can see, yeah, that's where it feels great. Um, so taking the time to, you know, set some sexy time aside just for you, run that bubble bath, and romance yourself mm. and whatever happens you know just use it as a time to enjoy it and that goes for men and women i think men and you know they they grow up just being like get in get it get out this is you know how masturbation is done and they never are encouraged to love themselves and love on their bodies and they should be because you know as women we also want to please our partner and we want mm. to know what feels good to the men in our lives or you know if they're with a the male partner everyone wants to know what feels good to their partner so take the time to really engage with your body and make it not just about your genitals but everything about yourself okay so it sounds like you are saying masturbate it sounds like you're saying find everything sexy including that bath lathering yourself with lotion um yes and and it sounds like you're saying Get in tune with yourself. Don't be scared of yourself. I like what you're telling us. Um, and, and, <laughs> it, it, I like it. I like it. But it, it needs a mindset shift, right? You need to shift something yeah. in your head to, because we're so busy. We're on the go, 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 go. When I get into the shower, into the bath, I just want to get out of there. Um, when, when um, even if, if, if people, those who masturbate, when they masturbate, it's out of shame and they just want to do it and get over mm -hmm. and done with it. It's not to educate themselves. And this is where now I want to ask about this full body orgasms that you speak about. I mean, what are these? I've never heard of these. I am 36 years of age and today will be the first time I understand if you are going to explain to me what it is. <laughs> okay, no pressure. I hope I explain it well. But um, you are understanding exactly what I'm saying correctly. It is about you know, taking time to get to know yourself and having that mind shift change from this being something shameful to me, you know, to discovering something about yourself that you may not have known before. And in doing that, you get to facilitate those full body orgasms. So what those are is essentially like the most intense orgasm you can imagine. So when we only focus on our genitals, when you know, we're masturbating or having sex. All, all of the sensation is housed in that space. And when we orgasm, it does travel up. You know, we feel it's in our body as well because orgasms do affect our entire system, which I find fascinating. Um, but they can be better. And that's where this full body concept comes into play. And how that happens is 
by going through, you know, extending that foreplay and, you know, instead of seeing it as foreplay, see it as a part of the sex act itself. Find all the erogenous spaces on your body. So, you know, common ones are the neck, nipples, uh, just be- uh, above the hip line, all those little places and really get them tingling. So it's almost like you're switching on every single switch in your body. And then when you do orgasm, it floods through all of those places that have been turned on, that have been um, electrified, you can see, uh, almost say. And that's where that full body orgasm comes in. And it just blows the roof off of stuff. So it's not necessarily about, you know, finding the G-spot at just the right angle and then this, that, and the next thing. But it is about bringing your full body into the sexual experience, being aware of it and allowing that feeling to flow through. And it takes some practice. Um, But when you get it right, it is amazing. (laughs) You sound like you've got experience. I love it, girl. It's worth it. Okay, it's worth the effort. Okay, but, but mentally, where do you have to be mentally? Because um, we do understand some mm-hmm. of us have um, hang-ups with our own bodies and um, we have hang-ups about accessing pleasure. So in order for one to have a full body orgasm experience, they need to obviously have some sort of mental, um, I don't know, mental strength or mental happiness. I don't know how to put it, but something needs to be in alignment. Yeah, great point. And I think this is also, you know, to encourage people who might be feeling like, oh my goodness, I'm not on such great terms with my body. I don't know if I can do that. Every, Mm. you know, as we age and go through different phases of life and all these things, we're constantly changing, which means how we appreciate sex and sexuality changes along with us. And that's one of the just fascinating things because sex when you're 75 is still amazing, even though you may have been having sex since you were 17, you know, that's 60 years worth. Um, It's still good. So the only mental shift and, and we learn this on an ongoing way. I recently went through my own round of just like going a level deeper with this is is that being okay within your body? You don't have to think that, you know, you look like the most magnificent thing that has ever graced this earth. You know, some we have those good days, but this can happen even when you're having a bad day. The only thing that you need to be willing to do is be in that moment and allow yourself to feel the pleasure. So there are some people who really struggle with that, particularly if, you're dealing with, you know, you, you feel guilty about receiving pleasure. Something feels wrong with it. Um, in that case, you know, that's where you speak to someone who does work like myself um, or a therapist. And, you know, we can look deeper into the hows and the whys around those things. But just being able to, to use the phrase of the decade, to be mindful Um, And coming into that space of just being in that moment and enjoying the pleasure, not thinking about, oh, but damn, I forgot to shave that little patch. Or, (laughs) 
you know, like all these things that kind of creep in. Or did I pay the did I pay the water and lights? Uh, what about petrol pricing? Am I going to make it to work? Try and you know not not to latch onto those thoughts, but really just try and stay in the moment and and feel that moment so don't don't be staring at the fact that your body's jiggling or your uh, breasts are going left to side or the size of your penis one of the best things i've ever heard and i can't claim was my own i saw it on instagram and it was someone who has a, a body positive page and they were saying if you are a larger person and you get into bed with someone and suddenly you want the lights off and said, they know you're fat. Like you're wearing clothes, but they still know what you look like underneath. It's not a surprise to them. Mm, and they mm, still want to mm. be in bed with you. Like they don't care about what, you know, this thing that you're worried about. They don't care about it. You're the only one that is worried about that. So you may as well just let it go because they already know everything you're trying to hide. So, and it's not know, even about the body, with- is it? When you're accessing pleasure, it's not about how big or small your body is. No. It's about how we are going to get it on. Hmm. Okay. It's about feeling sexy. <laughs> and this is you know, men and women. It's about, you know, feeling that thick, that rush of sexual energy and like tapping into that, it's almost like tapping into that teenager that you were where you could feel that surge of hormones and you just thought like, oh my goodness, everything is sexual, life is amazing. Tapping into that aspect that, you know, we've been taught to shut down very hard mm. and it's pushed to the side because we're always focused on work and bills and maintaining social connections. And, you know, can we swipe, <laughs> can we swipe right on the right person for just once? And, you know, all these things, that go through our mind instead of just, you know, take dial it back, take it slow and feel into your body and enjoy the sensations that it gives you. It's such a gift. And we keep ignoring our bodies and they're communicating with us all the time. And there's all these amazing sensations that we can feel and we just ignore it and opt for depriving ourselves because somehow we think that makes us more pious or it <laughs> makes us more in control or yeah. you know so you know diet culture all these things it's all based around don't do what you what feels good because it gives you more control sure. and it's such a an unhealthy way of thinking because mm. there is a good thing um yeah. Let's take a quick break and we'll be back. A team as we are um, joined via um, Zoom by Nicole Detroit, who is a sex coach and educator counselor. She's based in Cape Town and we're talking about accessing pleasure. So I now know what a full body orgasm is. Ah, la, la. <laughs> and I'm definitely going to make sure that you know more about accessing pleasure so you can enjoy your sex life. Remember, WhatsApps are open. You can ask questions, give us comments, 0614-104-107, or even call in on 86 Tweet at SFM Radio and at Patricia N. Dooley. Closet Conversations. 
We're still in the closet talking to Nicole Detroit, the sex coach, educator and counsellor. We're talking about accessing pleasure. All right, Nicole, let's uh, go to this voice note from an A-teamer. And remember, A-teamers, lines are open 086-000-2032 or WhatsApp 614 104 and the A-teamers, you know, we've been told about the G-sport and uh, others are saying scientifically the G-sport doesn't exist. Others say you must look for that G-sport as a man. You must know where it is. Does the G-sport really exist? What is it? People have been arguing about this for young, say. Thank you very much. <laughs> the big G. Let's talk about it, uh, Nicole. Does it exist, firstly? Uh, <laughs> yes and no question. So... I, I like to call it the G-Zone. Okay. So it does, it does exist. There is a space on the upper wall of a woman's vagina that is slightly raised. Um, and we call that the G-Spot. But it's not as specific. It's not as um, easy to pinpoint, perhaps, as, you know, you could say the clitoris. That's really easy to see. It's, you know, like the little beam. It's there. You can't miss it. With the G-spot, it's more um, of an area of sensitive tissue. And in different women, different parts of it are more sensitive than others. And they like different women like different kinds of, of stimulation. So you'll find, you know, if you go online, everyone will give you the advice of, you know, if your fingers are inside, you do that sort of come hither motion. So, you know, pulling your fingers back out towards the entrance of the vagina and that will rub against the G-spot. So you'll find it, it's about two inches in, it's there. But it is a, a broader band of tissue as opposed to a tiny little button that you can push. It's a, a bigger section and why it is sensitive, so the research seems to suggest, is because, and this is where I wish radio had like a PowerPoint presentation, <laughs> The back of the clitoris, because it's actually an internal organ, lies against that tissue. So it's almost like you're stimulating the, the clitoris via the wall of the vagina. So there's a lot of blood vessels there, and it's just pushing on the back of the clitoris like that and giving some nice stimulation. Now, for some women, super sensitive. Some women, slightly less sensitive. Some women, barely sensitive at all. Um, they don't know why it is that way. It, uh, there is some research that suggests it depends on sort of the strength of the different pelvic floor muscles, the angle that the clitoris is sitting in the particular person's pelvis. There's a whole lot that goes into play. But the short answer that I would give is the, the G-spot does exist, but it's not a little button that you can push. It's a, a zone of sensitivity that can generate really powerful orgasms. All right. So it is worthy to find this uh, uh, this area, the G area, right? Because really yes. powerful orgasms, who doesn't want to have them? Is there an equivalent for this for men? Um, the equivalent is usually the prostate. If you do prostate massage for a man, then that would be as close as you'd get to, to the G-spot orgasm. Okay, yeah. maybe uh, paint a picture for us. Where is the prostate for those who might not so, know? Yes, so there's two ways you can access 
the the male prostate to to stimulate it for pleasure um the most direct way is via the anus so you have to put your finger into the anus and then it's on sort of the belly button side um not very far in as well it's about the size of a walnut for those who don't know how big walnuts are it's about a golf ball size so you're not going to miss it it's there it's, it's prominent um and you can just you know press against that and it can be very pleasurable now not all men are comfortable with having something inserted into their anus and not all people giving the insertion are comfortable with putting their fingers inside someone else's anus so the other way you can still stimulate that prostate uh, is if you go just underneath the penis at the bottom side between the penis and the testicles there's that little piece of skin it's like slightly raised called the perineum and if you press into that gently but firmly that will press against the prostate as well and that can be quite a nice spot to massage gently and it's very pleasurable aha uh -huh. okay we learn every day so yeah right i mean i don't have one but <laughs> i've been told. <laughs> but I mean, you the sex coach, you the sex educator, I'm sure your information is accurate. But the men will tell us a bit more if uh, this is not accurate. Yes. But I trust you. A girl, I trust you. All right. The various uh, erogenous zones in our bodies, what are they and how do we discover them? Um, I mean, here you are, you've been speaking about uh, that area between the penis and, and, and you know, and mm. you're saying it's, it's a very sexy area. But how do we get to know our partner's areas? Well, like oh so many ways so many games <laughs> oh games okay tell us tell us yeah but it's one of those things where i'm like this is where it just comes down to taking time to enjoy each it's like slowing i think so many of us we get into that okay we have like 15 minutes let's get it on and we kind of just go to the actual insert tab a into slot b of sex instead of enjoying that journey enjoying the exploration so at taking it dialing it back all the way again to like those teenage crazy makeout sessions that you used to have and because i think everyone i've spoken to about the misses having those because they were hot and you got to discover parts of yourself and parts of your partner so you know enjoying those moments and using it to almost map your partner's body and see what what works for them what doesn't work for them uh, if you're finding that you and your partner are just like not speaking the same language when it comes to this uh one of the things that i sometimes get couples to do is to get a little diagram of a body shape just a body form and then they color in sections that feel really good and they also color in sections that are like, this does nothing for me, don't waste your time. And then they've basically given their partner a map of these are the places that you should kiss or touch or lick or suck. And, you know, like I mentioned earlier, common ones are neck, nipples, uh, just above the hip bone, the perineum, that piece of that section between the penis and the testicles, testicles or 
scrot the scrotum itself very nice uh, very sensitive um so a lot of people their ears are very sensitive ear lobes and and so you'll learn your partner that way it's it's always good to ask what they like because a lot of us aim straight for the places on our partner that are sensitive to us mm. so for example my neck is very sensitive so i assume my partner's neck will also be sensitive but it's often not or it's not it's as sensitive as mine is perhaps and um for me a, a lot of i've had a lot of ear kisses in my life but my ears just aren't sensitive <laughs> like <laughs> if you're enjoying this like keep going like i don't mind it but it's not doing anything for me like mm, you seem to think it's like it a waste is, of time <laughs> but but you're on this mission by yourself mm -hmm. uh, like like if you're if you like if doing the kissing is working for you then keep going you know like i'll find something else to occupy myself <laughs> with um so just taking the time to really explore your partner yeah. and again sometimes we're not comfortable with that idea like, oh like i've never really looked at a penis or i've never really looked at a vagina like i just kind of do the thing like there's so many people who because it seems like this like this unspoken thing you don't look you just you know and like, no take the time have a look enjoy the show it's part of the fun oh my goodness i can't imagine a person engaging in sexual activity and they've never seen or studied the penis that they're working with or the vagina they're working with i mean really what you doing what you doing get to know those <laughs> tools <laughs> exactly. um, so clearly uh, in order to access pleasure for yourself um and for a partner you and your partner need to have beautiful communication you need to be able to say oh that feels good mm, no let's rather not do that okay move to this side it needs to be a beautiful communication but there are those partners who just don't speak right there are partners who yeah. just don't know how to express pleasure or displeasure yeah i think a lot of the time partners are afraid that they will hurt the other one's feelings if they say or the other one would feel rejected if they say like well, that's not really doing it for me and so a safe rule, if you will, is if you are someone, even if you find it really diff difficult to say like, yes, this feels good, you, you don't have to go like porn star wild if you are someone who's naturally more reserved. You just have to give a little like, mm, that's nice. That's all, that's all. A little encouragement goes a long way, particularly if you are someone who's naturally very quiet. Mm. and. As you practice doing that, you will find it easier and easier to say, oh, yes, there. And if you find that they're doing something that just doesn't feel great, what you can do is then, so for me, if someone's kissing my ears, it's easy for me to just, instead of saying, oh, this really doesn't work for me, just say, oh, won't you kiss my neck again? That felt so good. And straight away, your partner knows, all right, neck over ears. That is the preference. Cool. We're going to go there. They're not feeling rejected. They're just learning. This is what is preferred. You've never, you haven't told them like, I don't like something. You've just said, this feels so good. That's okay. But, you know, the other one is so much better. Let's do that one. And, and that's how you start to navigate those conversations. And before long, you'll find that it gets easier and easier to communicate those things. But again, it also comes down to learning your own body and being okay with the terms. 
And then, okay, before we close off, I want us to talk about the role of fantasy when it comes to accessing pleasure. Mm. Uh, yeah. Sorry, my dog is barking in the background. Okay. Uh, <laughs> are, okay, fantasy, yeah, it's a good one. A lot of people get scared of the idea of fantasy, particularly if they think, oh my goodness, what if my partner's fantasizing about someone else while I'm with them? Um, it's a, you know, it might sound controversial to say, but it's really not actually a controversial thing, is let them. If that's what it takes, let them. It's fine. It's fantasy. It's not real. And that's the thing. Understanding the difference between fantasy versus something I want to happen. Those are two very different things. And when I work with couples, one of the things we discuss is, you know, let's talk fantasies. Because some of the fantasies that we have are just things that we like the idea of, you know, mm, maybe, mm. but when you think about it, it's not something you'd actually want to do. You just, you just like the taboo of it. Like the idea is nice. The, when you think through the practical application of it, you're like, oh, no. So, you know, for a lot of people, they're like, oh, the idea of an orgy. Wow. So amazing. But when they think through practically being involved in one, then mm, no, I don't really want that. I just like the idea of it. And if you can have those conversations with your partner, then you get to decide, okay, is that something that you just like the idea of and that's where you want to leave it? Is it something you like the idea of and maybe we can imagine we're in that scenario, but you don't want to take it any further than that? So while you're having sex, maybe you do a little bit of role playing and you pretend that you're in a big group of people who are also having sex. Or is it something that you actually maybe do wanna try out one day and knowing where your fantasy falls on that scale? I think, Nicole, we need to talk more about fantasies and the various fantasies in the near future, right? There's so many things I still want to engage you on. But Ugh. for now, give us your website. <laughs> uh, how do we get in touch with you? My website is Nicole Dutoy Sex Ed. So as long as you know how to spell Dutoy, which a lot of South Africans do, um, you should be fine. That's the easiest way to find me. Or if you you can look at my Insta slash Facebook slash Twitter, my handle is sexually well. Excellent. Nicole, I can't wait to have you on the show again. We speak uh, maybe roles of fantasies and the various mm. fantasies. And I also want to talk about king culture. Man, we didn't get enough yes. time. But thank you so very much for joining us. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. It's been great fun. An orgasmic week ahead for you. And you. <laughs> hey, teamers, I see there's also a voice note here. I'd like to go to it. How can we do a... Uh, sex without seeing your partner's private part. Uh, I would like to agree with the lady when he said if you kiss or touch that part uh, under the penis going down, passing the 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 test is I. You feel something, and I don't know what what is there. But when someone is touching you, I remember the one of I remember the other day, my partner kissed me there. Hey, just jump. Don't know what's what is it that he touched, and I just jump. 
So do their part data, they do have part that is sensitive. Mm-hmm. Thank you for attesting it to that area. Yeah, so it means it's definitely one of those erogenous zones that, uh, yeah, should be explored. Explore it on your own. Explore it with your partner. Whatever it is, make sure when you're accessing pleasure, you're doing it guiltlessly and you're also doing it safely. Be safe for yourself and for your partner. Okay, so um, Nicole will be joining us again in the near, 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 near future for another Closet Conversation. For now, I think let's uh, go to some great music while the team and I start preparing to head on home. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success. (laughs) 